0: the same old tune, fiddle and guitar, where do we take it from here, the rhinestone suits and new shiny cars, it's been the same way for years,
1: we need to change. Hello, welcome to Moving Iron Podcast, Morning Market Roundup, how's that sound, Chip? Oh, I like it, I like that. <laughs> So, it looks like today started off pretty well. It looked like the markets opened up today. So, what do you see happening over the weekend, and and then what do you see happen for the rest of the week? Yeah, actually, a little bit of a mixed bag. It's kind of similar to what we've been seeing. Strength in
0: corn and wheat, weakness in beans. Uh, The big week here on Friday morning, we get the uh, August crop report. So, we get an update on yields, carry out domestically, and probably most importantly are the world numbers. So, that's a big, big report come Friday morning. Uh, between now and then, I, I'd say, you know, right now beans are down a dime at 8 92 and a quarter in the November. Uh, corn's up a penny, three five and a quarter. Wheat's up four and a quarter at 5 60 and a half. So you're going to see a lot of spread activity. Those are starting to be uh, front and center here, meaning um, long corn, short beans, because good corn demand and poor bean demand. Um, long wheat, short corn. Uh, because we got a ration, high-protein wheat demand. You can only do that by widening the, the corn-wheat spread. So there's a lot of push and pull in these markets. Uh, here, uh,
2: late Friday and then over the weekend, President Trump, um, uh, you know, was talking and tweeting, still taking a hard line on, uh, on the tariff situation. It's probably not doing the bean market any favors here
0: today. So, um, you know, more of the same mix back here, pushing and pulling with spreads, corn-beans, uh, you know, what's crop size going to be, Weather here the next three or four weeks still going to be a, a big issue, especially in the, in the bean market's mind. And so, uh, you know, I'd expect more choppiness here. Something's going to win. You're not going to see corn and wheat uh, you know, rally significantly and beans sell off significantly, I don't think. Uh, so something's uh, going to win in this tug of war we got going on. We'll get some more clarity Friday uh, with the crop report. Cattle market, uh, just quickly on the livestock side, put a really strong weekend last week. Um, be nice to see some follow through. Hogs are just horrendously ugly on a chart. So eventually, my fear is you're going to at least domestically start seeing again about this tug of, tug of war. You know, some competitive cheaper pork. Um, you know, maybe giving us a little bit of a headwind on the beef demand side domestically, but. Uh, no denying a really strong week last week and in, in uh, cattle and feeder cattle. So, uh, you know, roll the dice here. We're going to have a choppy market, uh, and see what, uh, where the, where the dice land Friday morning, uh, 11 a.m. Central with that
2: August crop report. It's going to be a big, big report, potentially a, a big, big market mover as well. Yeah. One last
1: question for you. I was reading some stuff over the weekend in the, the state run Chinese, uh, oil companies said they were going to take any more U.S. oil, and they they kind of dropped that off, and obviously the price of oil fell off quite a bit over the weekend. So how do you think that, with that oil market being the way it is, that's got to have some positive effects um, for some ethanol, wouldn't you think? I mean, there's got to be some, some good give and take there that there's going to be some yes. moves in the market there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's probably one of the, you know, that's a big-ticket, a uh, large-dollar um, item. So, you know, that's maybe one of the last things uh, that they can retaliate with. Now, not that they can't retaliate, right? Because this thing's turning quickly from a trade war to a currency war. They're letting their, uh,
0: their currency weaken up. That helps uh, soften the blow to them, uh, you know, puts a little pressure on us. So this thing could get really, really ugly. Bigger picture, though, that's, a, that's probably a bright spot, um, you know, from a corporate standpoint, because China has stated they still want to go to this 15 15 percent uh, ethanol blend domestically there by 2020 that's a uh, you know an aggressive goal but even if it's by 2025 um, something's got to get. we're going to have to supply them with corn or beans or both uh, or the world is and we're one of the uh, obviously um, highest quality um, you know most consistent sources of corn and beans so a lot of moving parts in this thing and uh, we're just getting into it it's going to we're going to be debating this uh, for a long, long time. We're already sick talking about it. I'm afraid it's going to get worse before it gets
1: better. <laughs> yeah, that's for, that's an understatement. All right, Chip, guys, I'm going to get a hold of you, talk about the marketing plan and, and help manage some of the risk, how to do that.
0: Yeah, best way is just call our office 309-550-7213. All right,
1: Chip, well, we'll catch you tomorrow and have a good night. All right, thank you. See you, bud.
2: Moving iron in the 21st century